Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no FAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Reston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to the Chauncey Show. We're always right and never left. We put God first and politics second. I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. Before we begin our show today, I want to send out prayers to those who are searching for loved ones. And I know that there's one life that's been lost in the unfortunate building collapse in Miami, Florida. They're still searching uh, for victims there. And as of late, I believe, a fire started in that structure. Our prayers go out to the family of lost ones and loved ones that they're still searching for. Our prayers uh, stay with you. Today we have an exciting show up for you. We have my dear friend who was the former gubernatorial candidate in Virginia. He's pro-business, pro-castle, doctorate, pro-constitutionals. Mr. Rutler's goal is to turn Virginia red again, and it's imperative to making Virginia strong again. We're honored and proud to have in the studio former congressional candidate and gubernatorial candidate from Virginia, Merle Rutledge, in the studio. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, doing great. God has blessed me all this time, and I'm just glad to have the opportunity. Amen, amen. You know, you've been fighting... uh, on the streets for Virginia for a long time now. Talk about what's going on in in Virginia uh, as far as some of the policies that you're against and some of the things that you'd like to change, even though it's unfortunate uh, that you lost the election, you're still a strong voice with thousands of people behind you. So what is exactly going on in Virginia right now? Talk to us about that. Well, right now, Virginia has become the battlegrounds state against the critical race theory classes that's been going on uh, throughout uh, this entire commonwealth. And parents and students now are fighting against it as they recognize that um, you should not be just by the color of your skin, but the content of your character. And Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was famous for those words. And it seems like they went away from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., in our schools and went towards the devil's um, playbook. 
and trying to teach you to anybody and everybody who they can indoctrinate. And we're sick and tired of it. Amen, Merle. You know, the left and the Democratic Party is pulling out all all stops, you know, identity politics, uh, critical race theory, this type of Marxist ideology is not meant for this country. And I am proud also that uh, I listen to students and, and parents standing up. You know, the answer to racism is not reverse discrimination. And, you know, we have thousands of people coming into this country every year from all over the world, people of color, and for them in this country and the left to promote the narrative that systematic racism exists, white supremacist is the greatest threat to our society. You know, these talking points are totally absurd and beyond the pale. You know, and I'm yeah. glad, like I said, good, good, Merle, you could hop in. It's just sad. Yeah, it's very sad and unfortunate. And now they're trying to make uh, African Americans privileged and entitled by the fact of the color of the skin instead of recognizing we have worked hard to over, uh, to achieve and overcome all obstacles all our lives. And we have been successful no matter what. And that's because God blesses all, not just somebody's race. And the fact is, if you believe in him, and of course you have strong faith, and you continue to go his way, you're going to see success. And that's what we need to start recognizing, bringing God back into the schools, God back into the homes, because right now they are trying to erase God out of everything. The Bible is no longer welcome. You saying you love Jesus or anything that uh, celebrates your religious views is to be considered a sign or a target to be an enemy in America, and that has to end. We have to make sure that people recognize that you can practice your faith without being attacked for doing so. And right now, people are thinking that they're getting extra freedom and don't realize realize that you're giving up and becoming part of slavery. And that's what slavery is all about. It's all about control and domination and making sure you don't have your own opinion. And, of course, with the cancel culture that's going on right now, it's destroying anybody's own view, and we got to put into that. we got to look at exceptionalism, not um, those who just try to dominate us with socialism. You know, I couldn't agree with you more, and, you know, as I'm listening to you talk, you know, we talked off air earlier today, and, you know, people like yourself and myself, and people with conservative views or moral values or who are very faithful like we are, uh, our voices are being stymied. Uh, you know, you have been suspended from LinkedIn. Uh, I was recently suspended from LinkedIn for talking about Trump, Fauci, and, and COVID. So even, and, 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 and with all due respect, we're insignificant to the President of the United States being blocked and censored by all social media platforms. So it's really sad that they're even getting down to people like ourselves. I mean, they're looking at the algorithms when I have six or 8,000 views on a post, like, who's this guy? You know, and they block content, you know, and it's sad because even as I argued yesterday on Facebook, placing a report in it, I also put up a public post. You know, Facebook will censor 
free speech and free thought, but has allowed continuously prostitutes to promote themselves on their platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and go ahead, Merle. Yeah. No, continue, continue. You, you brought up a good point when she said, "Well, they allowed the problem, uh, uh, allowed to be promoted." So please continue. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I've been so frustrated by the amount of requests from prostitutes that I finally made a public post of the prostitute. And the sad part is, is that the girl looked like she wasn't even more than 15 years old. So we're not only talking about prostitutes, we're talking about child pornography that they're allowing to promote on Facebook and not censoring it. Yet, if we have an opinion that is different than the mainstream media or the narrative that they're trying to promote, our content is either false, partly false, or it's removed. And, and the well, sad part, yeah. go ahead, Merle. It's just sad that, you know, not more people are standing up. The people on the left thinks it's funny, okay? But if it happened to them, and we look at how emotionally reaction they get on non-sensible issues, but they Yeah, and... It's like the twerk video that was posted online of a very young oh. girl twerking. Oh, that's, a, that's sad. People, yeah, and it was people surrounded in New York, and they was just clapping the whole time. And I'm like, y'all don't realize this is hurting our future. Because what you're talking about, I see it all over the place. It's not just Facebook. It's on Snapchat or any other platform. And... What saddens me is families are starving and they are broke and they are basically allowing whatever demon side of them to happen as long as they get money. And that's what it all comes from. It's all about money. It's all about feeling frustrated. The pandemic, people are losing their homes, losing their cars, and they're like, I can't find a job. And now they're using their kids in any kind of way to get a dollar bill. And that's when you know America's running in the wrong direction. Biden and the Democrats don't care nothing about this. Like in Virginia, of course, they took away math classes in certain place, um, categories. And basically they're trying to weaken the education of our children. So if that happens, that's going to be the result. They're going to look for other things that are negative because they're not being given, you know what I'm saying, a career. They're not get, being given a quality education where they know this is from right from wrong. Right now, they're just seeing the glorified image of just like Cardi B and those who are gyrating on stage or whatever and getting money. And I'm like, the thing is, there's nothing wrong with being an artist, but there's something wrong at this time period if you feel that's your only option or that's all you know. And that's what's happening with our children. That what they are seeing is all they know, and we as parents, as well as leaders, we need to make sure we stay on top of this, or we are watching our children destroy each other, and they won't have care for each other. And then, if we see that cycle, it's going to become anarchy. And we already seeing the police already being defunded or resigning in record numbers. So right now, what we see is 
broken system, not uh, uh, racial uh, or systematic racism. This is systematic hate of self and of your country. And if this continues, we are looking at the worst of times. Might well read Revelations and get yourself ready for it. Amen. A- amen. You know, well, well, well stated, you know, and that's what it's about right now is we're battling the spiritual warfare of dark forces and evil. And I thank uh, our father as well as you do that we are blessed that we are really woke, that our third eye is open to see these times and troubles and to stand up for what is right. And as you said, Revelations talks about these times where children will be rising up against their parents and have no respect. And the voice of of religion and Christianity is going to be challenged, you know, and it's ironic that today, you know, earlier in the conversation, we're talking about our religious values and how they're being silenced. And we're being crucified as Jesus Christ was crucified, the most just man that has ever walked the earth. And now we are insignificant to Jesus. And But it talks about in the Bible that we're going to be crucified because of our faith. And these are happening now. And it's very, very important that we're talking about this because the politics, the identity, all of these negative divisional things that are from Satan is dominating the media. Yes. And you're right. Yes. And you're right. We have to be mindful. And, you know, you know, I blame the leaders in those areas that allow this stuff to happen without standing up against it. These people yes. are elected. I blame the elected officials in those cities that allow this anarchy to happen and not push yeah. back against this false narrative. I also want to dovetail off of one other thing you said, Merle, when you talked about education, which is critical. We don't have a weak educational system in this country. We have a non-existent educational system in this country. When you want to put on PBS, a transgender, okay, reading to our children about sex education, That is not education. When you want to talk about critical race theory and you want to start pitting one race or one species against another, that is not education. Our children are graduating, not being able to read and write in this country. We are one of the lowest performing educational systems in the world. And the only people within this system in the educational system that thrive, the students are those that aren't from this country, Koreans, Indians, Chinese, and the list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. So our numbers are being skewed. So my point is, is while the left is trying to push this narrative of critical race theory, why don't we push the narrative critical thinking theory? Oh, absolutely. Because our... Right because our children can't even, go ahead, go ahead, Merle, can't even read and write, can't even comprehend. And like you said earlier, they're being thrown all of these images, the Cardi B's, all of these images, and they think that's reality and the truth, and that's what they're chasing. Go ahead, Merle. I'll let you comment. Yeah. <clears throat> now, what they Cardi B did say, she said, I'm not here to raise your kids. That was also a defining message. That basically, if they're copying me, that's that's not my problem or whatever. And I'm like, realistically, 
you also have common sense that your kids is watching you too. You know, so is this the type of image or message that you want to send out? And that's the problem. It's like they are mimicking us. If, have you noticed that people who are a little bit strict, but they focus on education with their kids and making sure uh, they do their homework, all the basics here, they do better in careers and in life. But when parents are not about that and doing the opposite, like if they're dealing drugs or prostitution or any of the negative vices that are out there, those kids perform poorly. Start telling parents, you do not need to be rock stars if you're a parent. The hero in this matter is a parent who makes sure their kids grow up to enjoy their career, enjoy success, and have those building blocks there that we support. And that's been the biggest problem going on because right now it starts at the household. Before they walk out the door, they need that lesson or that care to say, I care about your education. I care about you as a person. I care about you. It's all about care but also love. And the problem is they're just taking love away and replacing it with hate. And that's what the school systems is doing. And it seems like the parents don't realize that they are doing it. There's a lot of mental illness out there, too, since this pandemic. And people are not talking about it as well because a lot of these problems are coming from the fact that people who are parents haven't healed from their trauma in their past. And what is happening, that trauma is being placed on their kids. And when you have all that as a child, what do you do? You run for the nearest exit that you think is going to be helpful to you. And the problem is it's these pedophiles, rapists, and murderers, and drug dealers who are the ones being their leaders, not the parents. That's the sad thing. Amen. Amen. Thank you for continuing to speak truth to power. For those that are tuning in, this is the Chauncey Show. I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. We're honored and proud to have in the studio today discussing politics in American education in America, former U.S. congressional candidate and former gubernatorial candidate from Virginia, Merle Rutledge, uh, in the studio. Yeah, Merle, when, you, when you're talking about children, raising children, however, even, you know, and I served a couple of terms uh, as a commissioner of education in New Jersey, we're not teaching our children home economics anymore, woodshop, math, reading. I mean, the basic fundamentals for us to be able to live, to take care of ourselves, for individuality. The educational system today is teaching for test and testing children for what purpose? You're you're not testing them to realign the curriculum so they're being able to compete in a global society. You're creating these mm-hmm. tests. You're creating these tests by these institutions that are getting paid by education, and it's a revolving door. What are you doing with this data? Because why are our kids still failing? And then you want to implement something like critical race theory when, if you look at other things that have been implemented, they're failing without you addressing. You know, people in this country and in the world forget that there's only one race, the human race. Mm-hmm. And and the only thing we are are different species of humans. But see, that gets lost in education because words matter. Racism is a made-up word. 
there's only one race, the human race, and we're different species of humans. And I, and I, I, I hate when people talk this about racism. It's, it's ridiculous. It sounds unintelligent. But like you said, it's all driven by emotions yeah. or whatever issues they're carrying with them from their past, so they're using it to deflect. I don't know what the answer yeah. is, but except for us to continue to have this conversation, to raise the level of consciousness of the challenges that we're facing, that we're all facing in this country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't want us to talk about this. This has been their whole goal. That's why they have this cancel culture, because these conversations will change a youth or a parent's mind, especially if they are looking in a different direction for leadership. And they know what we are saying is just as powerful as what Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was saying during his time. He made change that affected the world. And right now we need change that affects the world for the better, not for the worse. And it seems like these politicians, all they care about is the money. They don't care about how your kids going to eat that day or where you're going to go to work. They cut jobs just like not even thinking about it. And my thing is, if you grow up today in modern America and you don't have a friend from a different background, different ethnicity or whatever have you, then the problem isn't racism. The problem is you not expanding your boundaries or your horizon to get to know people of different walks of life. Now, that may hurt you personally, but for people to say that racism still exists to this point, the people screaming it are the ones exploiting it as much as it suits them, not because of the real agenda to bring people back together. Because right now, this is the biggest way to divide America, one, by making sure people lack education, which, of course, may, some may say that systematic racism. I'm like, no, we have more information available to us, more backgrounds getting along than ever before in life. We are used to seeing interracial relationships and more. I'm like, back in the day, you used to get lynched for looking at a white woman in the wrong way. You know, we have came so much further than that. And for us to keep pushing ourselves backwards and trying to relive the old days and say, hey, blame this person, blame that person. We need to start being accountable for ourselves and what we do. And if you want to stop racism, the racism starts with you. It doesn't care about critical race theory or some kind of indoctrination out there. That indoctrination is exactly why I believe a lot of people are going to be held back in society or think they're going to get away with certain things and don't realize the punishment that comes with it. And we shouldn't be filling up our jail cells. We should be filling up our workforces and, of course, building up, you know, traditions in the family home that's going to be beneficial to the family as a whole. And we all know now that our government has a whole bunch of Marxists in it, and this is what it's all about, destroying the nuclear family, destroying uh, kids' independent minds so they follow a certain path, a certain direction. So it's kind of lets you know what the real agenda for Democrats was behind stealing the election. Also, it says basically we need the most powerful office to make sure we affect the most minds so we can stay in office. And that would be an ignorant mind to what we are doing, becoming accepted. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen.
you're on point. You know, I'm thinking about Malcolm right now. I'm thinking about Martin. I grew up in the early, I was born in the early 60s. Um, yeah. I've seen Jim Crow. I've seen the civil rights movement. I saw the fire hoses on our people. I saw the signs that Black Fountain, you can't eat here. Um, I, I really cannot wrap my head around that people today acted like that never existed. Mm-hmm. And to and to call today America racist, to say that systemic racism exists, to say that critical race theory is the most important educational thing that we should be teaching our children, to say that white supremacy is the greatest threat to our country. These things are insane. Absolutely. To say the least, these things are insane. And, you know, people don't realize that the ones who promote this stuff at the lower level, besides the leaders, the elected officials, or whatever the party, is that they're programmed. They're being programmed to do this and don't even realizing it because these leaders are feeding on their emotions and programming them for their purpose, to divide and conquer, as you said, maintain power, control, and money. And who gets hurt? And who gets hurt? Look at black-on-black crime is the highest in the nation. Black Lives Matter, they're not trying to stand up for inner-city blacks killing blacks. It's only when a white cop kills a black kid. Well, what happens when a black cop kills a black kid? These false narratives... Exactly. These false narratives, and like you said earlier, children without any correct parenting, they look at these images and they react and respond without any intellectual thought of their actions, why they're doing it, and the consequences. Yeah. Like they're in a complete daze or hypnosis of... um, making the right decision from the wrong one. It's terrible. It is. And, and, you know, I want to say thank you for continuing to stand up and be a voice for people. You know, you and I are our brother's keeper. You know, if we want to be about change, we have to be the change, which we are. And, no, go ahead, Mom. I'm listening. No, it's it's like your words is hitting so deep, you know, because you took it to another level. You brought it back to the 60s to bring it to modern-day society. And when you really, really think about it and stuff like that, you know, it's it's kind of like what Biden said over, um, I guess, yesterday about gun owners and if you go on, go take on the government, you need nuclear weapons and F-15s and stuff like that without realizing if we use nuclear weapons, not only will we kill ourselves, it's going to take you out too. And that's what this is. This is a nuclear weapon, but it doesn't have the explosion. It just has the explosion, not to kill, but to kill you mentally. Get what I'm saying? Absolutely. And what good are we? Yeah, what good are we if we can't think for ourselves? 
Exactly. If you can't think of yourselves and your spirit's broken, what do you have left? Emotional reaction, which is a time bomb. And my teacher told me a long time ago, if you make a decision off emotions, that's going to be the worst decision you ever make compared to using common sense and having time to settle down and look at the bigger picture. And they're making these short-term decisions that have long-term consequences. And I don't know where this critical race theory and all this other stuff decided to even plant itself into our society, but the fact of the matter is it was a plan all along, long before we even recognized it was even happening. And it started under, sad to say, the Obama administration. Yeah, identity politics uh, did flourish under him. Transgender rights, uh, transgender bathrooms, uh, all of these things that are morally unethical, you know. um, But we're witnessing, as you said in Revelation, the end times, we're witnessing Satan. Uh, Let's call it what it is. The devil is here. And those who fight back, like you and myself, are going to be stymied. We have to expect that. But we have to continue. But we have to continue fighting for what is right because we are the true examples of change. Not those individuals that you said that want to be the entertainers that want to rule against drug dealers. You know, um, and there are young people that are starting to understand and wake up. And we've witnessed this over the past four years during the Trump administration, how he doubled the amount of African-American support. And I'm only saying that to say not because they're black. I'm saying it because of the conservative thought, the moral fiber, the moral integrity. They happen to be black. But if we look at that shift of people waking up, we have to continue to have the conversation in order to bring about change at all levels and education is the key and the left has co-opted the educational system and the ironic part is is those liberals and those democrats and those progressive and left they send their children to private schools not public schools so we have to we have to expose also the hypocrisy and them talking about how good the public educational system is for our children yet it's failing our children at every step of the way and it's yep. unfortunate that critical race theory wherever it came from popped up what the ironic part is is that you look at the amount of whites now that are pushing back against this because they tried to push critical race theory in urban cities first mm-hmm. okay yep. but once they started testing it in the suburbs these people started pushing back and now even the mainstream media is starting to cover it because they have no choice. Yeah, they don't have any choice because a lot of the mainstream media never really did their research really into it. They just thought it was conservatives just blowing hot air. And then when they started looking into it, they are like, okay, we see it. But the thing is, they're going to still sell out America for profit. You know what I'm saying? So to them, they know critical race theory is wrong. They know um, what it's all about. But to them, it's all about buck. They, and that's why we need an independent free press. 
that doesn't bow down to politics. So, you know, that reports based off of truth and fact. Now is a bunch of fake news out there where nobody knows what to believe, you know. And you also got these stupid fact check, uh, checkers who don't do no research. They just say, oh, this is wrong. And we're like, clearly this is the truth. Even when it comes down to articles about Trump, his views on election, and all the stuff happening. Have you noticed everything that they were saying about Trump, now they are reversing course, but they didn't do it and knew about it way before the election. And right. I'm not just saying that just because of President Trump, but what I'm saying is this is how the media has always worked when money is in play, and that's what they do. And the media has to have a bigger responsibility, a bigger bar of ethics and more. But the thing is, as long as the right people keep paying the money out, they're going to protect them. And it's hurting Americans all over the country because right now, as much as people talk about the critical race theory and CRT and other stuff going on, people are trying to survive right now. Nobody's really talking about how the unemployment claims are increasing at record levels and they're using glitches to bring down the job numbers. You know, each time bring there's a job report. It's so much stuff going on right now that people are looking for some kind of leadership during this crisis. And right now, I'm seeing thousands and thousands of people daily becoming homeless. You know what I'm saying? And Merle, you hit the nail on the head. And I'm sorry I'm cutting you off because now I'm thinking about the people that are walking around with mental health crisis, the substance abusers as a result of the mental health crisis, the homeless veterans that have mental health crisis. And are, I mean, you're right. These are the important issues. And they're worried about critical race theory and people can't even put food in their mouths and living in tents or living under bridges or living in the corner of some building. And the thing is, what do hungry people do? Right? After mm-hmm. a while, you just end up settling for anything to give you something to eat. And that's just like a crackhead looking for a fix. The thing is, they're just making this whole country into needing a fix based off of desperation. And that's the worst of any kind of government when the government is ran by elites that don't care and the people that they're serving are desperate. And we didn't come to America for just a king or queen to rule us like back in the day, and that's what's happening right now. It's basically the same kind of thing. You say the wrong thing, you could get killed or you could get silenced. And we are not doing enough to protect the whistleblowers all across America that's trying to speak up and let us know what the government is up to and what these local and state officials that are corrupt are doing. The thing is, they have made the laws now to attack the truth tellers. You know what I'm saying? And like you said Mm -hmm. about education, about homelessness, about the suicides, the opiate addictions, all this stuff Mm -hmm. that's going on here in America that's killing people at record numbers way more than what I call the hoax. This has to, we have to have uh, line in the sand. I'd rather fight every single day to the last second to the last breath. No, I was fighting for right then to be on my knees on any given day and be tolerant of wickedness. And that's what people have to start building back into themselves and their family to say, this is our fight. 
we can't wait for just our children to take on this fight and hope they do well. They got to see it in us. If they see us fighting back, we just start seeing the change that we need to see in them and how they view America and their focus on education. But the thing is, they don't feel like we're fighting for them. That's the problem. And the media has done a great job uh, making sure it doesn't look like it. That's uh, what you call the perception that they want out there. And I refuse to cater to that. So I'll use my voice in every single measure of my last devotion to fight for what is right. And that is to make sure every American is treated equally, but to also make sure that our kids have a chance to grow up and not become their science projects. Amen. Amen. The media is trying to make everyone think that they're a victim. And they're not. You know, we are not victims. We are survivors. And the left and the progressives, uh, you know, the government is the cure-all for everything, and it is not. You know, uh, the left wants your, the government to be your daddy. The government's going to give you all your answers. And that's not what life's about. And like you said, if we had God back into our society and back into our system of government, and, and, I, and I pray for those elected officials that when they swear their the office, they put their head on the Bible because not only are you supposed to abide by the Constitution of the United States and the laws within, but you're also, when you put your hand on that Bible, supposed to abide by the laws of God. And we forget that conversation. And I pray for politicians that do that and do the opposite, that God has mercy on their souls. Because and the bad that, thing is, oh, mm-hmm. Just to time off of your point, the bad thing is the people who use their faith as politicians don't say anything when it comes down to taking God out of government, God off the dollar bill, or anything like that. But they'll be quick to say, I'm someone of faith, and these false prophets has to go. I just wanted to chime in on that part because every single time frame, you always hear them talk about their faith especially from Democrats, and I'm like, you're not even doing anything to fight for God. You're trying to make sure he's destroyed along with it. You know, we only have a couple more minutes left, but I'm going to definitely footnote and dovetail off the churches. In the 50s, the 40s, the 60s, the church was the backbone of the African-American community. I've, I've noticed in my 58 years of life, once these churches in these communities start receiving government money. Once they started creating 501c3s, 501c4s, they engage in a political system that continues to allow corruption to take place. That's why, in my own personal perception, these pastors today and these churches don't stand up. Some of them, not all of them, but most of them, because they're in fear of not getting that money so they can continue their lifestyle and not turn kid within their community. Now, there are some pastors that are doing good work, but they're not a part of the political system. They're not doing, they're not doing or receiving government money. These are the poor churches, so to speak. So when we talk about leaders and the responsibility of leadership, faith-based communities, if you really have faith, have an obligation or responsibility to stand up against 
this nonsense of systematic racism, critical race theory, transgender can compete in 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 in, in women's sports. I mean, come on. I mean, I don't know what Bible you're reading and what you believe in, but you cannot have faith without works. Nope, you can't. And so it's and, like, yeah. And we hear these people talk, talk the talk, but they're not walking the walk. Yeah, and that's sad. And that's why you don't hear about these church groups standing up against certain things that go against their religion, and you're wondering why, and you just answered it. Money. You know, yep, and it was supposed to be a clear separation between church and state, and as soon as the government started attacking the churches and more, we started, but one thing I can say, we now know and have these places of worship exposed for what they really are. And I I would encourage people to not go to those churches, but go to the churches that focus on God, not on politicians. Amen. On that note, we're going to have to close out the show. Merle, I can't thank you enough, brother, for coming on the show, always speaking truth to power, being a soldier for the most high and always fighting in your community. For this right man. God bless you and your family. Uh, if you want to share any information, your website or where you're located, I know, unfortunately, because of your very poignant and truthful views, you've been suspended off of LinkedIn. If people want to follow you, are you still on Twitter, Facebook, or what other platforms? If they want to reach out to you, can you share that information? Or if your organization is still raising money, please share with us uh, how we can donate as well to you. Okay, well, I'm still on Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook, um, Penn Interest. We are trying to be on as many social media platforms as we possibly can. All you have to do is type in Merle Rutledge to Google. Each of those sites will get you in contact with me. And I'm looking for fellow patriots, those who are men and women of faith, and those who really want to put in work. If you're about being committed to action and fighting for getting America back, to the way it was, then we need to make sure we stay in contact. So make sure y'all reach out to me, and thank you for having me on your show. And God bless you, and God bless America. God bless you, Merle. Thank you, man. Keep the faith, and we'll talk soon. For those that are tuning in, you're listening to The Chauncey Show. We're always right, never left. We put God first in politics second. We were honored and proud and blessed have in the studio today, Merle Rutledge, former U.S. congressional candidate, former gubernatorial candidate from Virginia, talking about the issues that we are facing in America and the challenges that we face. Um, We are living in some challenging times, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, you know, I always say keep the faith, and uh, I am so thankful that God has kept his grace and mercy on me as a result of my own personal challenges. But if you are faithful and have faith of a mustard seed, he will move mountains for you. Um, Please do what's right, not what's wrong. Uh, Please don't do what's popular. Do what's right. You know, um, we all have to stand up for what's right today if we're going to save our communities and save our nation. Next Tuesday coming up, I have writer for the Gazette magazine, 
and also conservative talk show host Rachel Inez Doval is going to be in the studio sharing us about where we are in America today. I want to thank all our listeners for tuning in today um, and your support. You can follow us on Parler, Facebook, Twitter, um, and all the social media outlets. Um, please, uh, if you can, um, we always are trying to continue to be a voice for we the people. Uh, we would ask that if you could help us with a donation to PayPal, the Chauncey Show, PayPal me, the Chauncey Show. Um, we uh, accept donations and we are very thankful for those who have made contributions to help us to continue to be a voice for we the people. I want to thank you all for tuning in tonight, and we look forward to seeing you and listening to you uh, on next uh, Tuesday, every Tuesday and Thursdays from 6 to 7, Eastern Standard. I want to say good night. God bless you all, and remember, keep the faith. Thank you. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should, too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no FAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Ruston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max.